these quality people absolutely in every way have changed the way I act, the way I behave, the way I think and have raised the bar for who I want to be in the healthiest way. Welcome to the One Up Project. Money is fuel that that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy. Kia ora everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. The first episode in fact of 2024 that is solo, first solo episode, first recap reflection episode. I really would like to make less of a habit of doing solo episodes this year, mostly because, I don't know, I just... The point of this podcast is to learn from others and it's not that I don't see value in my own learnings but it's that I want to be able to seek out more value, challenge my perspective and use that as my learning rather than constantly reflecting on on what I already know. But it's the start of the year which means we've had a whole year of reflections that we need to talk about. So many things that I have learnt, so many differences in 2023 compared to previous years and things that I absolutely want to share. So I'm more than looking forward to getting into this with all of you. My 2023 was what I called the year of laying foundations. It was an extremely foundational back to basics year. It was peaceful, it was quiet It was slow and I'll go into a bit about why and how that was the case. That was an intentional choice to make that a slow foundational building year because it came off the back of what was quite a hectic, seemingly emotionally intense on reflection year. There was a lot going on, a lot of chaos and I really wanted to be and I think needed to be and that will be a part of my reflections in my comfort zone for a little bit. And The privilege of being able to do that was immense, especially with what was happening in the world, uh, what was happening here in Aotearoa as well, like to be able to have a year of relaxation, rest, peace, quiet, safety, security. Uh, It hasn't been highlighted to me how much of a blessing that is as much as it was last year so I feel beyond grateful to have had that time and I'm going to share with you how I had that time and what that turned out to be and why this year is going to be completely different Um, but to sum up 2023 it was the year of laying foundations and I'm loving all of this chat about your word of the year I've been in various different groups of people over the last weeks and months And someone always brings up, what's your word of 2024? And I love when someone opens the gates to these conversations because you just know it's about to get deeper than surface level. That's where I like to be. And people, you instantly get a little bit of a deep dive into how people have been feeling and what they want to change and how they're going to feel or wanting to feel moving forward. And you just begin to understand that person so much more. So I absolutely have a word of 2024. I hope you do too. And keep it in mind as we're moving throughout this and maybe some of these lessons I'm about to talk about can apply to you. But my word of 2024 is fearless. 
like the Taylor Swift album, the word, it was something that came to me. It was a gut feeling of a word and I've just rolled with it. But the more I think about the word fearless, the more cringe it becomes because it just reminds me of 2012, someone throwing up the peace sign with like a side fringe. It's giving early 2000s kind of vibes, the word fearless, but I love it. And it does definitely encompass so much of what I feel like was missing in 2023 and what I want to be in 2024. It will not be a quiet year by any means. I am feeling busy. I'm feeling chaotic. I am feeling energetic. I am feeling ready to take action. And I don't think this is just a new year's feeling. I think this is just a feeling of a new season beginning, a new time in my life starting. This is going to be a completely selfish, individualistic focus on my me and my life. Uh, this episode is going to be all about me, the lessons I took from it. Of course, the people around me who have influenced these lessons, but it is very much a review of how my year went. Uh, so that might be a little bit might feel a little bit narrow-minded for some people, uh, especially with all sorts of different current events happening. And so if this isn't the kind of vibe of conversation that you are wanting to have or listen to, it might not be the best podcast. But I really hope that within all of these individual learnings, you can find something that can hopefully contribute to your own growth or the growth of your spaces and places and communities. Lesson one or learning number one is that sometimes you need to trust how you feel. I came back from traveling, spent five and a half months overseas in Southeast Asia. I was in Bali for most of it, but also went to Thailand and Singapore. I came back from that trip feeling exhausted, like socially exhausted. I went solo. I'd never solo traveled before. I'd never been to Southeast Asia before. And I think so much of me thought it was going to be a really fun, light, fluffy and easy experience. And it was nothing of the sort. I think it made me, it changed my perspective on a lot of things. There was a culture shock involved. There was like a self shock involved. I wasn't maybe as naturally capable at the solo travel thing as I thought I was going to be. There was a lot of self doubt, a lot of isolation, a lot of loneliness, all feelings that I wasn't expecting. It took a huge toll on me emotionally. And so I got back from that trip and I was like, get me in the comfort zone and do not take me out of it until I am ready. And that is what I did for practically all of 2023. So I came back from travel. I was like, right, I'm moving back in with the parents. Ignore the planes you're hearing. I live right next to an airport, but I'm moving back in with the parents. I am taking everything very slow. I'm sticking with work that is less challenging than what I've experienced in the past. And I'm just regrouping. And so that is what I did. But that didn't come without its own self-doubt and struggle. I felt introverted is the only way I can explain it. Like I didn't want to see people, not even my closest friends. I wanted to be alone. I thrived by myself. I didn't want to interact with others. I just wanted to stay at home and do me. I just wanted to read my book, watch a movie, like rest, be by myself. And the thought of going out or going to festivals or like doing things with groups of people was not something I wanted to do. I didn't get FOMO at all. I loved seeing other people going out and enjoying their life. Like I, I have this weird toxic trait. This is probably one of my red flags where I love, like actually lap up lying in bed on a Saturday night by myself and watching other people on Instagram go out and have a good time. I don't know what kind of sick, twisted, 
reason there is for someone feeling joy about not being in a social group, but that is what I felt in that moment. And I just loved being alone and I still love being alone. But I wasn't proud of this fact. I was actually, I felt a lot of guilt around it. Like I should be, here we go with the shits. I should be out there interacting with people, socializing. It's not me to be so inward and shy and unapproachable. It's like, that's just not who I am. But I felt very much like that. Like I wasn't interested in meeting new people. I wasn't interested in making friends. And I tried to fight against this for so long, forcing myself outside of the comfort zone, making myself feel guilty for it. But then after a while, I realized all of this hurting myself and forcing myself to do things and making myself feel guilty actually didn't get me anywhere ahead of where I already was. In fact, if anything, it just pulled me right back. And people often talk about feelings and emotions and how instead of pushing against them, what you should be doing is just letting them sit, move through you and move on and grow from them. But that's not what I was doing. I was really feeling shitty about how I was feeling. Uh, And once I decided to just let the feelings be, I was able to fully be present in my season of quiet and peace and rest and antisocialness and introvertedness. And that was great. I moved out of Auckland City to a quieter town, a smaller town. I moved near the beach. It was a, I am in it right now. I'm in a quiet little suburb. It's actually quite busy right now because it's a coastal beach town. And it's been amazing. Just slow down, quiet down. I don't have any, or I didn't have any main groups of friends down here. So it wasn't social activity after social activity. I had the time to kind of be in my comfort zone. And do you know what? On reflection, fuck, that was such a good decision. And I needed that so, so much. And I'm so glad that I trusted how I felt and allowed myself to have this season of quiet. I needed to recharge my batteries in some way. I don't know how or what was going on, but I needed to recharge them. And sure, it was for an entire year, which to some people might sound extremely dramatic and um, way too long. And that's fair enough, but it was just the reality of, of how I felt. It didn't mean that I wasn't learning and continuing to do all the things I usually do, like growing and progressing, reading, finding different perspectives, doing the podcast. I was, of course, still doing all of those habits that I love and enjoy so much. I wouldn't be myself if I wasn't doing that. But I just mean from a social aspect, I became very much inward and not interested in, in meeting new people, making connections. It wasn't until these last, probably, probably the last month, two months maybe, where And I don't know if coming into summer has something to do with that. But I've started to feel so much more energized, ready, willing and able to put myself out there and get out of my comfort zone. Funnily enough, I actually gave this advice to someone the other day without even realizing I was really just talking to myself. But they have a job that they do and they work for themselves and they are a designer. They're really good at what they do. They're amazing at design, but they can't do the sales part of it, the relationship building part of it. Like when they have to jump on a call with someone and try and talk about who they are and what they offer and their services, they hate it. They just enjoy the work side. And they said to me, how do I get better at the sales side? Like I just, I can't do it. I'm so shit and I find it so hard. And I was like, okay, let's unpack this a little bit. What, how do you feel 
when you go into those conversations and they said they felt horrible, they, you know, always beat themselves up for how they do it, they think they're terrible. And all I was hearing was, you know, the the self-hate and the guilt and the shame, all of which I'm sure we've all felt at one point or another about something we do or have done. And I said to them that the first thing I would do if I was you is just validate your own emotions and tell yourself that it's fine to feel like that because context of the situation is that they also felt extremely pressured to do well and be a business success in the sales part, this aggressive sales trying to be like Gary V vibes was not their personality and it's not mine either and I've struggled with this exact thing before and I just said the first thing you need to do is, is tell yourself it's okay that you're not like that and know that there are actually more than one there's more than one way to succeed in business or in life and you define how you create that success. So with me the first thing I should have done when I felt this inward way is to validate my own emotions it's okay that I feel this way this is only natural after coming back from holiday and knowing that this is still progress like working through these emotions is still progress in my mind because I have this I guess huge thing around always getting better and and having a fear of wasting time and so this recharging time wasn't a waste of time and that's what I needed to continue to tell myself that this was actually helping me become stronger and strengthen other skill sets and other things that perspectives or knowledge I needed for the next part of my life and that is very true now I can reflect on that and say that I absolutely needed that time and I'm so grateful that now I can move into this next season feeling really really strong and prepared and emotionally ready uh, and resilient it taught me patience you know trusting how I feel taught me patience that yeah okay maybe I needed an, an entire year but the patience will serve me not only in my own life but my relationships with other people in order to let them progress or to do things in in time in their own time uh, and it just helped me progress so many things I already needed to work on around not trying to be the solutions person for everyone and having patience in my conversations and my communication style and being able to be the most empathetic compassionate version of myself I feel like doing that for myself this or last year has helped amplify my ability to do that for other people times 10 and it's okay to do life slowly as well it's okay to take time to do things we don't have to achieve society's life goal by 30 and Lisa Jensen who I did an episode with last year around her book Life Done Differently really helped to cement that in my mind as well that these time frames that aren't real things okay (laughs) they aren't real and trying to become more familiar and more comfortable with doing things at my own pace and again that patience will help me so much moving forward Next learning is that quality people change the standards you have for yourself. I have made some really quality friendships in 2023 and I think that came about as a result of changing my environment, so moving out of the city I was born and raised in and also entering different groups of people who I wouldn't normally have the chance or the opportunity Uh, to enter or to be around 
And these quality relationships, these quality people, absolutely in every way have changed the way I act, the way I behave, the way I think, and have raised the bar for who I want to be in the healthiest way. Not in a way that makes me feel insecure or not enough. In the most empathetic, kind, helpful and caring way, I feel that the bar has been raised for the person I want to be every day. It has really shown how just getting out of your I was going to say comfort zone, but we all know I didn't do that. But getting out of your environment can work to your benefit so much because it just instantly allows for a different perspective. Even if the perspective is only slightly shifted from your original perspective, it helps just plant a seed, leave a breadcrumb for a new idea or a new perspective to form. I tackled so many subconscious biases this year as a result of spending time with different groups of of people and there were certain people I met this year that actually made me so nervous initially because I had this perception of who they are and who they were going to think I am and how that was going to work but they in every way proved me to be completely wrong and they are now pillars of influence in my life they are people who inspire me to be a better version of themselves not by giving me great advice not by being a great friend not by being present in my life at all these people just inspire me by existing just the sheer fact that I know they're existing as the people they are inspires and motivates me to get up and really prove myself to myself every day again in in the healthiest way you know I hate when we have to come back back to the cliches you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with but they're cliches for a reason aren't they and it is frustrating because I want to come at you with something original but sometimes the cliches just don't hit until they hit you know what I mean and in 2023 that cliche hit where Friendships and relationships in my life have developed in a way that have only served me and I have felt challenged in the best way and like I am a much better person because of it. Okay, this third lesson is a big one and it's not even a succinct lesson. It's about a job and a career path, a direction I was taking for a reason that didn't work out the way I thought it was going to and I'll tell you why. I created a work situation in 2023 which meant that I was self-employed, I was contracting slash freelancing, I was kind of doing all of the above and if we exclude the work I do for the podcast, I only worked 20 hours a week on average and structured it so that I was still earning a 60k equivalent salary maybe 65k equivalent salary for me as a single person with no dependents and low generally low expenses this was all I needed to live the lifestyle that I want and I really took a back seat or back yeah back seat on purchasing this year frivolously in terms of clothes or products I spent money on experiences this year And my only frivolous spending really was like the amount of coffees I buy 
each day or each week because I often go to cafes and work, but it was so worth it for me because it actually made me so much more efficient. But anyway, the way I structured work was that I worked half the time I normally would for the same amount of pay that I had in the past, maybe like last year's salary or the year before salary. And that was a really interesting change for me because the reason I did that was so I had the emotional energy and the time to put into one up. The job I was doing where I was only working 20 hours a week and gave me the salary gave me a sense of security, but it also gave me a sense of lack of fulfillment because the job itself wasn't that challenging and it wasn't that fulfilling. And that is no fault of anyone's at all. That is just simply the reality of the situation in which I put myself in intentionally because I thought the outcome of a job where I felt confident in it didn't have to work that much yet still got paid a significant amount I thought that lifestyle was going to give me so much more back but what I realized is it took so much more from me from an energy perspective than it gave to me and it helped me clarify where my motivations lie and what's actually important to me when it comes to work it's clear to me that the type of job being Easy or low maintenance for good pay is not something that motivates me at all. The pay side of things is not as important to me as how aligned the job is to my values and how much I feel like I'm contributing to something. I tried to move into a a role or a position where I had clients or projects that were low like I said, maintenance, low emotional energy because I had this role previous to this which felt high emotional energy and I wasn't able to give some of my passion projects the time I wanted. So I thought, okay, well, the solution for this is is a job that is low time and low emotional energy. But actually, the low emotional energy took from me. I think the low time is still, that was great, loved that, you know. But I actually needed to feel like it was giving me some kind of purpose and fulfillment. And that is what really motivates me to work hard. And because when you don't have something that fulfills you, something that gives you purpose, from my experience, what happens is you start to do a more shit job, right? You don't work as hard because you don't care about it as much. And then what happens is you don't get maybe the praise or you start doing a worse job of things which causes mistakes and you start to feel more and more incapable of doing a good job you start to get lost as to where your skills are as to where your strengths lie because you're not being challenged or you're not your perception of who you are and what you're good at isn't being made out to be clear or shown or demonstrated or highlighted to you in any way. So you just end the day feeling deflated because you haven't contributed to anything, not for yourself and not for anyone else either. So going into 2024, I am on the hunt for purpose-led, impact-focused companies that want to work with me and I want to work with them and I really want to contribute to something big and I want to start finding people who have a clear vision and are strong on why they do what they do and are interested in deconstructing systems and ways of working for better outcomes for people. And that's just going to have to be the type of work I always do because I'm not motivated any other way. Like Even if you gave me a 100k salary to do 
the jobs I was doing last year, it wouldn't make me any happier genuinely. It might add security, it might add safety, but it definitely doesn't contribute to the amount of joy I feel every day waking up. It doesn't motivate me. It doesn't make me feel any better about the world or myself. And one up suffered as a result. I completely took a backseat on this podcast and sorry to those of you who are avid listeners and have been listening and have felt like I've dropped the ball in 2023 because I definitely have dropped the ball. And I hate that. I lost the love and purpose I have within one up because I felt worse about myself and then that insecurity impacted who I was my emotional capacity my patience my ability to do anything it's just impacted so much and I don't think I've realized it and 2024 is where that's all going to change and I want to refresh what one up is about and how we run these conversations and how I become a better interviewer, a better storyteller, how I can help be a more compassionate and empathetic listening ear to people uh, and how that contributes to the growth of this community and the relationships I have with you guys. Because for me, my metric of success, it doesn't ultimately lie in downloads or likes on Instagram. It lies in the conversations I have with you and and the way we connect uh, with each other. So that is what to me signifies the success of the One Up project and it's just been lacking because I have not been putting in the effort and I felt worse about myself, I felt more insecure and actually even just reflecting on it now as I'm talking I'm realising wow this has everything to do with how I felt so inward as well and I just, my confidence has decreased. I had a coffee with someone this morning who wanted to pick my brain about podcasting and a few other business things. So we just sat down and had a chat and I was talking and I was like, wow, I actually know quite a bit. (laughs) I actually know quite a bit. And I'd forgotten how much I was able to help other people, how much I was able to contribute, how many ideas I was able to come up with. And I'm realizing now, what have I been doing? I've felt so shit about myself, but actually I can do this. I know what I'm doing. And as I said, talking now, I'm realizing how much the choices I've made, the work I've surrounded myself with, the projects I've surrounded myself with, the people I've surrounded myself with impact my view on myself and then my ability to be there and be present for others as well. I do really want to hear from you guys. And if you are looking for someone in your life to have more in-depth conversations with or talk about things or dive deep into a topic please just message me because I am so keen to be a part of those discussions with you and to open up that line of dialogue and to connect you with people who might be able to help you further. And I would like to be that person for other people, especially as a new project I'm working on comes to fruition within the year, hoping to launch that midway through the year. And that will help anyone on the path to a new career uh, find it easier and, and, and figure out their skill sets and their strengths easier and become a more confident version of themselves, worthy of a higher pay, of a better, more fulfilling job and, and keeping employers accountable to serving us as well as themselves and as well as the world. Um, so more to come on what that will be very soon as well. The final lesson, I'm only doing four because as I said, it was a quiet, peaceful year, guys. So I didn't have, I had nine last year. It's it's four this year, okay, and this year's it's four for 2023, um, and it was nine for 2022, and for 2024, 
I'm going to say we'll be at 15. I have a feeling it's going to be chaotic energy. But my final and fourth lesson is that I can save a lot over a year when I have a system in place. Wow, she's really realizing stuff that she's been telling other people for years. How revolutionary. Um, would you believe it that a system and a plan, a financial plan and system actually helps you out? And that's what I've been doing this year is a consistent plan, which has kind of been forced into my life as a result of contracting and not being employed, not having a stable, secure income. It varies every month, like having to organize a moving income and understand how I'm allocating for tax, my student loan debt, and how I'm working out my expenses in that with a with an income that moves up and down each month. So having a system has been so important. I use my financial planner, which is always linked down below and available to you guys if you're wanting to purchase it. It is so helpful, so pretty, so aesthetic, so uh, in-depth and practical. It gives little tips and has comments in all the different places that you need to put or type in uh, in order to help you get the most out of it. So every month... Every two and a half weeks to a month, I reflect on this planner. Before every pay, I look at it, make sure that everything is in order, that my expenses are being covered for the month ahead. How am I planning ahead to make sure in the months ahead when I won't be earning as much and need money for rent or will be traveling or whatever? How do I plan for that? And that's what this planner has allowed me to do. I just create a new tab for each month and recycle that tab and that system uh, and move things around and it's been so helpful. Like I said this year is a foundational year, a foundation building year and that's what I've done. I have put the foundations, the pillars of my personal finances back in place because honestly they were fucked after I went traveling like just so I spent all my emergency fund I had no money to my name it was just ridiculous so I came back and I was like I'm never doing that again that was so stressful how am I getting my money in order and that's what I've done this year is really put those financial foundations in place I'm going traveling again this year more to come on that but I have decided certain things that I did wrong last year will not be happening again, like using my emergency fund or relying on money that I didn't have, like using tax money for things and stuff like that was just not a good idea. So this year I've been putting in the foundations and I've actually managed to save a lot despite earning less and working less. I have actually managed to save more this year than I have in previous years. I went overseas twice. I still did all the things I wanted to do, but I just made more intentional conscious choices about where I put my money and tried to become comfortable with being a bit more minimalistic in the amount of products or things I had like clothes and things like that like just actually getting clear on what I want what I value and like I said going back to basics it was a year of foundations a year of getting back to basics and that's what I did I had a plan I had my priorities and I worked every month consistently to contribute to those priorities and it's worked out where now I feel like I'm in a position where it is reasonably strong and I feel confident in my ability to implement those financial pillars and be able to have some sense of security in my finances Emergency funds are obviously everything. I've got to bring this up because emergency funds are always going to be so helpful to have. My goal this year is actually one of my financial goals. I set goals this year, which I usually do not do. I don't set clear, measurable, smart, if you will, goals. But this year I have. I've set them in five areas and I have two per area. And one of my financial goals is to have $5,000 in my emergency fund by the end of the year, ideally sooner if possible. 
But having 5K in there, the reason I have that amount is because that will cover most of the big expenses I might need all of a sudden, like buying a car, a laptop, a phone, covering a flight home, things like that. I'm not too worried about being out of income and having that covered in an emergency fund, although that probably would be even better. But my goal is 5K. Let's start there and then we can we can grow from there. So yeah, just having a plan and a system with my finances has benefited me great greatly. And I am so glad that I remained consistent and put in those those habits. A lot of discoveries were made in 2023 uh, about myself and others. And it was all due to slowing down, gathering more patience, reflecting on things, just taking it easy, really. I did take it easy and I'm so glad I did. I'm so satisfied with that choice. I'm looking forward to moving into this year. The year of action, of bravery, of courage, of boldness, of fearlessness. I'm putting myself out there this year, guys, and I'm just going for it. And I can't wait to hear what you're about to do as well. To finish this off, I've done some ins and outs. If you're on TikTok and you've seen ins for 2024, outs for 2024, that's what I'm doing. So ins are things that are in. This is what's in for 2024 in my life. And then I'll tell you what's out in 2024 for my life. And no judgment on these, okay? I'm not going to explain myself, but I would appreciate no judgment. Ins are skincare as a replacement for my previous makeup routine. (laughs) Having a capsule wardrobe and being more minimalistic. Sorry for the weird talking there. Buying more secondhand clothing. Eating nutrient-dense foods. Upping my protein intake. Adventure. Fear. Yeah, fear is in the ins. I want to be feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Risk is up or in, shall I say. Emotions are in. Feelings are in. Decaf coffee is in because I really struggle with full caffeine. It's not doing too many good things for me. Planning and being proactive is in. Reading is in. Coffee catch-ups and networking events is in. I used to always do like catch-ups with people, especially with one up. If anyone wanted to catch up and chat about whatever life, I loved that. And I stopped doing that, so I'm keen to bring it back in again. And the last thing is big vocabulary. I want to start using different words and be have a wider vocabulary to introduce to you, the listeners, and, and to people in my life. And yeah, just try and enhance that vocab. Outs is guilt, slowness, comfort zone. But I mean, a bit of comfort zone is needed, but we're chucking it out for the purpose of this uh, activity. Lack of purpose and vision. Italian food. I know. I'm sorry. Surface level relationships. New Zealand is out. (laughs) Winter is out. Dead is out. Being reactive is out and procrastinating is out. I cannot wait to see how we go on the at the end of the year and reflect on this. I should probably look at my last year's episode and see what I I thought was going to happen in the ongoing year, but I'm still a little bit too scared to do that. Either way, guys, I'm keen to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.